is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast, and it is episode 46, I believe, and today is Thursday, December 9th, 2021. We are edging closer to Christmas um, the boys are here. Are you guys Christmas people? Like, are you guys big, like, snuggle up, full Christmas pajamas, tree decorate? Like, are you got those type of people? No. <laughs> I like I'm Christmas. Not a, I'm not a pajama person, but I love Christmas. Like, I listen to Christmas music, and I have lights and stuff like that. Oh, you're a big Christmas See, I don't listen to Christmas music. I, unless forced upon me, I will not ever touch it. I, I don't, like... Like listen to it every day on the hour in December, but like once in a while, like I'm I'm in the mood, I'll turn it on or I enjoy listening to it. Well, like what's the oh. go to? Like Michael Bublé or Mariah Carey? Uh, or? Michael Bublé is good. Uh, what was it? Oh, Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. That was that's oh. always a good one. Please um, end this conversation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is geez. happening? It's, it's I appreciate uh, the holiday music. What do you like more, like the Christmas music or the holiday snuggles? What do you mean, like the holiday snuggles? You know, like you got to get all cuddled up and listen to your little Christmas music. Are you just no, like the I'm biggest not. Christmas fan? No, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, um, no. Yeah, no, I'm not either. But it is getting close to Christmas and the weather is changing. It is cold as balls in the Midwest. Um, however, college football is still upon us. Conference championship week is in the book. The playoff is set. It goes Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati. Cincinnati is in. It is official. Um, no shock, really. No movement, really. Um, especially when Alabama took it to Georgia, we kind of expected it to be that way. But what was your guys' initial reaction um, to conference championship week and the playoff spots being determined? I can't say I was that surprised on the actual spots themselves. Um, I don't think there was an argument, really, for Michigan to be one. I think it was pretty obvious in what you – see is what you expected for most people so there were some people trying to make that argument I don't I think you're you're theoretically looking at two teams that have been there before one in Alabama who's been there multiple times it feels like every year um, and one in Georgia who's been there one other time and then you're looking at Cincinnati brand new Michigan brand new so I mean I think we got a little bit of a shake up in it like you, Georgia you can't complain that they're there because it's not like they're there they've been there all that much so um i like it where it sits i think conference championship week started out hot and got kind of boring after that but i mean shoot i'm not going to complain about a weekend of football especially now that it's damn near over is oklahoma state up there with like the biggest chokes of teams that really had a almost a for sure spot or were they more on the outside than we think I mean, the Pac-12 has done it time and time again. So, if we want to talk about chokes, the Pac-12 itself. Uh, I feel like you only took offense to that because it was the Big 12. JP, you can back me up on that, right? Like, the Pac-12 just year after year blows it for themselves, whoever it is. Like, we've seen it with Utah. We've seen it with Oregon. Like, it happens year after year. They have a shot at the – I mean, they're in the driver's seat for the college football playoff. And the college football playoff, I feel like, has been pretty generous – 
trying to get Pac-12 teams in, like Oregon this year, even after they lost to Stanford, like they were not losing that number four spot unless they lost, and then they just like blew it themselves. I mean, so no, it's 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 not like, I mean, yeah, was it bad that Oklahoma State lost? Yeah, for sure, and it was a choke job, but I, I mean, that's why I played Oregon where I did is just because I thought you know. It'll do some weird stuff. Yeah, that looks game. bad. It's okay. I, I think the worst bet of the week's got to go to me. Oregon to score a touchdown first. They did score a touchdown until there was eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, so that one's got to go to me. What was that spread, by the way? I can't even remember. Was that like six and a half or three or four? Three. Yeah, that didn't. <laughs> I think all of the teams that uh, won the previous matchup in the regular season won the game, won the conference championship matchup so classic oh, that, that, that was interesting Baylor lost to Oklahoma State in the regular season ah you got me there. got him in his own conference come on got kid. me there yeah got me there but anyway that was a great ending to that Oklahoma State game even though it didn't go the way that we expected it to or the way that we wanted it to um still a Kodiak moment and it was just it's fucking awesome I mean that was the best probably the best most competitive conference championship game um there, I mean, really, was there another one that was that competitive? Um, I'm not. I'm not. Utah State, no. NIU took it to them. Like, really, there wasn't. UTSA and Western Kentucky were good. Was a good game the yeah, whole that time. That was the last. That was the last possession game. Mm-hmm. That was a really yeah. good football game. So those two. That was fireworks. Holy moly! That Oregon, I think um, challenged the Fourth of July for the most fireworks in the air at once. Okay, <laughs> so I tried to dance around it. It's going to come up anyway, JP. Uh, we got to talk about it. What people laugh, but I would rather do that than not fucking get there at all. So, I mean, in all honesty, like you, you did everything you wanted to, you go, you get them three and out, you go down the field, you miss a kick that your kicker hasn't missed in over 40 attempts. That point I go, what the actual fuck is happening? So I, I I was like, what is going on? And then we do two things. We never do give up big plays and break assignments. And we do that twice in two drives. And then I was like, forget about it because you know, we don't have the offensive line to, you know, protect the passer. We don't have the guy that we were playing. Peters hadn't been able to not overthrow anybody. We hadn't been able to move the football on the ground after we're down. They know what we're going to do. We just didn't have the ability to. So, I mean, it happens. They ran it up late for whatever fucking reason is beyond me. Congrats to you for being relevant for once, you bum-ass fucking maze and blue bullshit. <laughs> like, they scored two touchdowns. The game's over, and they're running it up like they're going to hey, matter. hey. No, they, no, they were playing for something. There was but an over at stake. Like it really had a there chance. Were, there was an over at stake. They were playing for people out there who you had really an overplay. If they could have beaten us by a hundred, they wouldn't have moved in the rankings. So, <laughs> yeah, they're bums for that. I'm not happy about that. But whatever. There are a lot of over betters that are very. They're probably happy. pissed off about the four other times we've beaten their ass. You know, <laughs> and broken their yeah. dreams and hearts through the regular seasons over the years. But it's all right. I probably you sent can't the be question. That mad, like. We did it to ourselves. We do everything that we never do is what happened. So I looked at the question early um, in regards to after the game. I waited about a couple hours, but I saw a lot of Iowa Twitter commenting about we need to do a new offensive coordinator, which I don't disagree with. But I feel like the main focus was off the fact that they gave up 42 points as well. Like, don't you think, I mean, even if you score 30 in that game and you're not talking about offense, you still lose by two scores. 
So do you really feel like it was that much of an offensive problem? And like, but you just said well, the offensive problem had gone all year. It's hard to for a defense to say so the offense ain't help. The offense ain't helping the defense. So no. your off your defense is on the field the whole night. Yeah, and they were constantly backed up. They you know they had the two plays. Where you're like, okay, what's going on? But then they scored late two times when it didn't matter. And then there was you know so. Yeah, there was issues everywhere. We also played like shit on special teams. We played like shit on offense. And defensively, we played below average. So I know I mean, it's like clearly not all on the quarterback, but I, I did see a tweet. I think it was from an Iowa fan. I think it might have been our Chris Hassel from CBS, like asking to enter or like see, go in the transfer portal and looking for a quarterback. What, like, do you agree with that? I mean, I kind of do, but yeah, what is but it? It's not my team. That. That. I know they would never would, but I'm saying, do they need to? They need to do something different. And it's not a necessarily all quarterback issue. You had a very, very, very young offensive line. And could they both have been better if they'd been blocked for better? Yeah. Did they also make some dumb decisions and overthrow and miss a lot of guys? Probably more so. So, if, in all honesty, going into the spring, that should be a wide-open job for anybody to win. That's including Joey Labas, who's a freshman right now. Okay. There you go. There's your breakdown of the Big Ten title game. Um, Michigan is in. Um, do we feel like that we'll, – well, I guess we won't mention the game. We won't go into picks or anything. We're pretty far out from the game. Um, but do we feel like Michigan really does have that fighting chance? Like your initial thought when you see they're an eight-point underdog to Georgia um, – Eight points seems like a lot to me, and I, I have a personal feeling. I think Michigan's going to win that football game. I think Michigan's just too hot of a team right now, um, but I don't think Georgia's bad, so I think it'll be a good game. But what do you guys think? Like Initial thoughts about the opening line and where that game will go with that Michigan team. I would say they definitely have a chance. I mean, what did, what did Georgia's offense prove on Saturday that that team is just a for sure going to stomp all over that Michigan defense? Like Nothing proved – anything for that aspect and yeah when you have as good of a defensive line and as good of a defense as Michigan has and when you have a quarterback that I mean everything on Saturday was answered about Stetson Bennett and I, I even said it is like is he going to hold this team back the answer could be probably so to say that I don't know who's out there saying that Michigan doesn't have a chance but they're absolutely dumb for saying that if that's the case in my yeah, opinion, you, you need to make Stetson Bennett beat you. And Alabama found a way to do that. And the run defense of Michigan is up there with Alabama's. So, of course, they can. Like, I think they have a real chance. I think if you, I don't know, it's how does Michigan go against a defense that's equal to them, right? They haven't seen one like that. Like, they saw Iowa, but that was, there's just so many things that went into that that were not good. They, had to pull out tricks in the book to score points early. They had two trick plays to go for touchdowns. Now those are on tape. It's, it's got to be what quarterback do you really believe in more, Stetson Bennett, or do you – I mean, you know what I mean? Like what, what do you do in your Michigan to become, uh, you know, out of your box and evolve in your game plan against a team who's pretty similar to you? So you, they have a great defense, but unlike you've seen – you have, you know, your issues. Why am I slipping on the name of Michigan's quarterback right now? Kate McNamara. Yeah, why am I uh, – either way. McNamara or Bennett, you look at the two, what one do you trust? I think they're even in the backfield, if not an edge to Michigan. I think defensive line, 
maybe a wash, but a lean Georgia. It, it, they're even up. So eight points is kind of crazy on neutral field. You're, that's telling me if they went to Athens, they'd be 11 or, you know, 12 point underdogs. That's ridiculous. Um, okay. So let's go to the other bowl games. Initial reactions. Obviously every bowl game is set at this point. Um, opening lines are out. There will be a bunch of movement on most of these um, opt outs, different things that go on with teams, but it feels nice to have like a full bowl slate. I feel like last year we were kind of stripped um, with all these teams opting out that should have been in bowl games of like really having a true bowl season. Um, so it just really revs my engine to have that back. Um, I don't, what, what's your guys' first thought of a game that you are really excited for? Pick one. Shaver, are you excited for any one in specific? Uh, I, I kind of am excited for Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Uh, I, I'm, I want to see how they respond. Oh, talking about Notre Dame to the Marcus Freeman hire. Um, I know we can't base it off of one game if they were to have a bad game, but like, you know, they talk about over and over again how much they love playing for this guy and everything like that. So there's no reason this team shouldn't be ready to go. And, and in all honesty, I don't think that they should even be close to Oklahoma State. I think they should kill them. Personally, it's one of my favorite games, but not trying to get too into picks. And then obviously, I think everybody in the country is interested to see if Cincinnati can put up a puncher's chance. So that's those are kind of my two. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd agree with those two, obviously, like you said. I think North Carolina State, UCLA, obviously, depending on um, opt-outs and things like that, you have an NC State team who had a really good year, a UCLA team that started out high as high can be and kind of fizzled, but still was playing well towards the end of the year. Um, You also look – I think this game is just – going to become boring Oklahoma and Oregon I was just gonna I was just gonna so say many that. I, that is going to be the randomest game of all time like I don't know what the fuck yeah, to expect out of that game unbelievable um you, you look at like smaller bowl games that'll get eyes or should get eyes we should say should get eyes because the casual fans out there that won't love it Boston College East Carolina that'll be a really good game you look at two quarterbacks that can put up points and uh, two offenses that are really solid. Neither of them, I would say both of them had a good year, but were kind of, you know, fizzled out towards the end, kind of hit a plateau. And how about um, Western Kentucky App State? You yep. kind of mentioned it earlier. I think that'll be a really good game too. NIU Coastal, you got to look at back at Coastal. That kind of fell off the map because when Grayson McCall got hurt, but he's back. So I think there's plenty of games to be excited about. I think the most – not just one, but that's like – I've listed them. Yeah, so <laughs> pick one and resulted in six. Yep, I was going to say, every Big 12 matchup intrigues the hell out of me. Like, every Big 12. That's when I was going to uh, mention. Opponent, is, opponent they got is just – I think it's all awesome. West Virginia, Minnesota. I think these are both really, like, weird, sneaky teams. Teams that aren't, like, great, but just yep. have a couple of wins that are ridiculous. So – I think that game is going to be pretty good. I'm excited to watch it. Tanner Morgan, obviously, is going to play. Um, so that was good news for Minnesota. But we'll get – obviously, it's easier to break things down when we get closer to them because we're so far out and so many different things are going to happen before we get to it. And uh, we just needed – we only have picks for one game this week. There's only one game that's that, like, dead week in college football. However, it is, like, one of the best games of the, the year um, every time around, and that is Army-Navy. So let's do that before we go jump back to bowl games and let's give a pick. JP, I feel like you got to play this one. If anybody in the world's got to play it, it's the 
Armed Forces writer of 2021, what is the move? Yeah, this one is, man, this, it's, it's weird to be, if you're thinking like three years ago or four years ago, this was flipped, man. You had a Navy team who has been dominating um, the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. They had won a ton of games every year. They were up around 9, 10, you know, wins a year. And then Army, on the other hand, was winning four games a year. And this is completely flipped. So now Army holds a clear advantage offensively. Navy really struggled running the ball all year, even generating points in general. So Army's going to have, I think, a huge advantage there. Both of them played pretty good defense. But then you look at the similar opponent. Army beat Air Force by seven in overtime, which is right where this line is for Army-Navy. And Navy lost by 20 to Air Force. So look at the one common opponent. Both do what they do. I think seven, if you can get seven right now, I feel comfortable with that in Army. Now, the problem is it is completely um, – like you should be able to say the, the you know cliche, oh, throw your records and spreads out the window and this happens in these rivalry games. Yes, but no, because one team can score and play good defense. The other one has had trouble scoring all year and just proved it on many levels. They put up three points on an Air Force team earlier in the year. So I would play Army. I would also maybe play the over if, you know, weather pending. Uh, I'm not sure what the old um, weather is saying right now. Isn't this up in uh, life? 60. Oh, I thought it was in Philadelphia. They switched it this year. I think it's in New York City. Or in New Jersey. Philadelphia is pretty decent weather. I will look up. Uh, New Looks York. like rain, partially cloudy, 67 degrees. Yeah, that's about 17.2 mile an hour winds. Yeah, this is at MetLife. Run the ball. So yeah. it's 64 in New York, I saw. That line has come up. The over, by the way, is up to 34 and a half. It was at like 33 yesterday. Up to 34 and a half. <laughs> We're not talking about Army Navy. What the fuck are we talking about? I was the dumbass who took the over, over last year, though. So and it was I, zero, zero and a half. Yeah, but that I one was bad. There was I, like, it was raining sideways or snowing, if I remember right, during that game. Yeah. It was freezing. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't believe, I, speaking of which, I don't want to get off topic, but I cannot believe my dumbass didn't take the under in the Buffalo New England game on Monday night. It almost looked like the over was going to hit because they were going fast in the first quarter, but because they gave up a couple of big runs, but they threw the ball three times. How do, why do I think that, how did I, not oh, I'm not, I'm not touching that. I think, I don't know what it jumped to, but I think after the initial tweet that went out with the weather, I think it was like 82% of the public money was on the under. And then it yeah. just like made me scared. <sighs> I, I saw, dude, I, I watched the pregame show. It looked miserable there. I was like, I got to take the under. And I'm just like, I lost too many NFL games on Sunday. I'm just not, I'm just not doing it. Let's say you okay. take a trip up to Buffalo and that's the weather and you're just going to the game. You're not a fan of either team. Do you still go? No. God, no. If I have no interest no. in I, that's not my team. Not even a little bit. <laughs> not even a little bit, dude. They could, you could barely, the wind was blowing so bad on the Monday night. Uh, I always usually watch the Monday night countdown. Uh, pre-game show and the wind was for some reason ESPN stuck them outside I was surprised <laughs> by that they did and you could barely hear them it was because blo- the the wind was blowing in their mic so bad like they would cut out half the time it was I was like it just looks horrible out there it does but damn, oh, back to Army Navy Do you okay yeah I don't know how we ended up on Buffalo New England sorry about that see these uniforms Yes. Oh my God. Great. It's always it's always top two uniform matchup of the year, just because they always bust out some new ones, and they are fire. They are the army old. ones might be the best ones ever. Oh, dude, oh. I don't know. You remember back? I, I believe it was Navy had these. Remember the shark helmets that looked like the side of, mm-hmm. um, or was that Air Force? 
Now, now you got me thinking. It was like the front of a plane. The one yeah. year, oh, like goodness. when they started wearing alternates and they came out, Army came out in like all camo. I was like, that was that was huge. Those are on NCAA fourteen, but yeah, these yeah. ones, these Army ones, it's like camo, but it's like oh, a brown. Yes. If you haven't seen them, look them up. This is bad podcasting right now. We're showing so cool. pictures, um, but they are fire. Great uniform game. It always. I want to go to that game. game. Yeah, fuck me. I think you and a list of seven other million people. It's. That's I funny. would love to go to that game. I would love it if it wasn't. What did tickets so go for that game? Two hundred and some bucks for upper level. Really? Yeah, because most of it's filled up by, by the members. Yeah. Cadets and uh, midshipmen take up a ton of it, and then the rest of, you know, alumni. So everybody, yeah. So does everybody get to go to that game for free? Like. Oh, I'm sure yeah, they do. The midshipmen and cadets get to go. I think that's like a raffle. I don't know where you're getting this. I got sixty nine bucks for a upper deck ticket plus go then yeah i'm all in Damn, i would a little road trip mate it wasn't in hurt anybody God, or New dude Jersey. i feel like up in metlife if you're up in that upper bowl holy shit i feel like you're fucking up there that stadium is huge yeah it is that's talk about a ticket I, or a stadium i never want to go to that one yeah that i have no ambition never go to that <laughs> go to that no, I'd rather go to. They gotta switch. The Didn't they play it at Army last year because of COVID? Yeah, they. Uh, that was interesting. I don't know what to think this year. Going back to the game itself, I like seven. I don't like seven and a half. No, uh, I think. I think. I, think uh, I, I like the seven and a half. I think Army can win this game by ten. I really do. I well, I'd rather that. have seven than seven and a half. Yeah, fuck me too. I, I probably won't take it unless I can get seven. I have seven and a half right now, and I don't want to go up a unit for minus 120. I don't want to um, risk the odds. I don't know if it's going to come any further back. Um, so it might end up being a not play. But honestly, I feel like if this game has taught anybody anything about sports betting, it's like it's you got to take the under. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Don't you worry. It's always at 11, isn't it? Yeah. And are they playing college game day there? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, they always do it at a weird time. I think JP's right. I think it's like a 1230 kick or something like that. So – Stands alone. They kick when they want to. Damn it. They're the armed forces. Damn straight. Damn straight. Well, I, okay. Hear me out. I get it. Like it plays on its own weekend, but what if they played it during rivalry weekend? Eh, wrong. Wrong answer. Then what would we why? do? This week? Alone. Why? Stands alone. So a whole world can watch Schaefer. Yeah. Why? And then what would we do this week? Schaefer? I don't. It's a great don't point. Know. What would we do this week? Schaefer? Yeah. What would we do? We watch <laughs> fucking. USC college basketball is basically in full swing. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good games. Oh, Christ. (sighs) We watch what would we watch? The replay of USC and Cal from last week. (laughs) No, that's not that wasn't rivalry weekend. That was fucking that was during the conference championship weekend. Yeah, great game. It's the best game of the day. I don't know. I didn't even see how it ended up. I saw Cal was up 17 7. Um, Yeah, I know USC lost just a Great cherry on top to just a fantastic season from the Trojans. Oh, that's a good point of mentioning. Bringing yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. great hire. That's unbelievable. You think Venables, Venables? is a good hire? Yes, very yeah, much. No, I, think it's, I think it's good. I think that they need to bring a little bit of spice back to their defense, a little more attitude. I think that's kind of what brought the success in the late 2000s was, I mean, they had DeMarco Murray and Sam Bradford and the Broyles and everything like that, but like – Gerald McCoy. Yeah, exactly. Gerald McCoy, that defense was just as tough. And, I, yeah, I think that if Oklahoma wants to be 
relevant in the big or in the SEC, they need to bring in, you know, Venables back and try to get that attitude back on defense. Yeah, coaching moves are going to just keep rolling. Um, Nebraska adds Pitt offensive coordinator today. Um, they hired a new offensive line coach that has no college football coaching experience, but uh, that doesn't what? bother me actually. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what do you, does he? Did he just get done playing or something? No, he coached in the he coached offensive line in the NFL. Um, Riola is his name. Oh, so he's never had college. Oh, like, yeah, he's just never coached in college, and oh. he, he's going to be good. And is and honestly, I think it's a like a little bit of a long play, maybe too. His son is like known as like the Patrick Mahomes Jr. He's a class of twenty twenty four. Oh God! I would say, what is he? Twelve? No, he's a class of twenty twenty four. Those kids that are like just right around the corner, you old fuck. YouTube so, stars, the YouTube stars that you look up. Yeah. And like, what are they doing? Unre- like Seventh yeah. Woods. Remember Seventh, seventh Woods? Seventh Woods. He, I do remember him, and he played at North Carolina for a little bit, and then yeah, he but transferred. He to, didn't play like he was. No, no, he was never that cracked up to be. Or uh. Oh, what's the other kid's name? Marcus Lavette. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about him. Anyway, going back to Nebraska, <laughs> um, two four-star recruits to LSU decommitted. One can already committed in Nebraska. The next one's pretty inevitable. So that, um, that fires me up. Spencer Rattler to Nebraska. I've been no. hearing some murmurs about that. Yeah, that's the idiots that you're talking to. Somebody yeah, said, or 24-7 has the crystal ball prediction of Spencer Rattler to UCLA. Like we said he shouldn't do with DTR there, but yeah. I mean, it's on there. It's on his list. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like Martinez is inevitable to K-State. I think that's where he's going to end up. Um, I don't know if it's more in the fact of a football decision. Maybe it's not. I guess I don't know him personally, so I can't say this, but I do know, in fact, that his girlfriend plays soccer there. So I think that is entirely oh, really? on the table. To win win, you get a quarterback job that'll fit your scheme, and your woman goes there. Yeah. Jay, I, didn't, I, just I gotta didn't live know that in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I feel like that one's pretty inevitable there. Fuck, um, if he can live in Lincoln, he can live in Manhattan. They are one of the same. Yeah. Lincoln's not very nice. It's not big either. It's pretty small. <laughs> it's, huh? the, it's literally the, like, you can't. I don't know. Lincoln was pretty nice. I thought there was a lot of downtown bus. Well, you were in the literal, the biggest part of Lincoln, like the best part. That's you true. saw yeah. it all. You yeah. saw okay, it. I would say Lincoln. Lincoln does have that little, that little market. I will give them that. They don't. That yeah, just like downtown. The, like the whole downtown yeah. is nice outside of it. Not good. Yeah, so <laughs> there is nothing there. Um, yeah, it's probably the worst capital in in the United States. I'm not gonna lie. There's <laughs> nothing there. It should not be the capital. Uh, maybe I'm biased. Anyway, let's go back to football. Now let's go back to the bowl games. Um, JP came up with this segment. It's going to be fun. We're going to rename the bowl games, and I'll let JP um, open it up. And these are kind of intending to target whatever teams are playing in them. Um, so, like, we're going to rename a game based if on the two teams that are in the game. So I'll let JP lead it off, and then you'll kind of see where it's going, and then we'll just add on. All right, you guys ready? Yes. So my example, my example that I put in the sheet to kind of give these guys the direction of where we were going. So it was the San Diego Credit Union Bowl. That is West Virginia and Minnesota. You can rename this or reclassify it to the different kind of country bowl. Or you could say different kind of country bowl. <laughs> How'd that go? One more time. I knew that was going to come out. I'm trying to emphasize it like you guys would fucking say it. But – you think of like a kid who's from the country in West Virginia versus a kid from the country in Minnesota, you know, 
a little bit. They're different kind of country in there. You know what I'm saying? So that's I thought that was kind of that sounds very, very very close to a very very bad word. Well, it, that word is in the word. <laughs> yeah, but it felt like you emphasized it. <laughs> well, don't, that that's out. when you emphasized that part for the the first part. <laughs> okay, Schaefer, right. give us another. I think that was pretty good. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't know how to kind of phrase this, but I'm gonna go uh, Oklahoma, Oregon. In the do we really have to play this bowl? <laughs> um, two teams that have just <laughs> taken the worst from the last couple of weeks of their season. Both coaches are out. So many players have gone to declare for the draft. I don't know who the or hell's portal or they just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like are they gonna, might I should, go in the portal. I should, I should name it. Are we going to have enough players to play in this game? Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> that would be another one. I mean, like I talked about earlier, I'm intrigued to watch this game just because like, this is going to be the most bizarre bowl game probably of all time. Like I, I just, don't know what to expect. I don't know who the fuck's coaching. Like, is Caleb Williams playing? Oh, fuck, I, I don't know. We'll see. If As of now, he is. Yeah, if he unless he transfers or something, but you know, we'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting. So that's what I got from that bowl game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine's more on the, the the game itself, like name play rather than the actual game. Um, but looking at Arkansas and Penn State, um, yeah, I feel like it shouldn't be named instead of the Outback Bowl, where the hell is Iowa at bowl? Because they're usually there. So I would put Iowa in the Outback Bowl. And I'm sure a good one. This. Yeah, Kinnick Jr. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I got one. This one, uh, this is uh, this is a bad attempt at what I was really trying to do. The Liberty Bowl, right? right? Yep, they have Mississippi State and Texas Tech. Now, when I say this, it's going to be bad because it doesn't really work, but I couldn't find the wording of it. So it is now the Boeing Air Raid Bowl because they both throw the ball a shit ton or all through the air. I was going to say like by earth, land, or sea, but like it's only – or like I don't remember, air, air, land, and sea or some shit like that. But I couldn't get the wording right, so I just went with sponsor with an airplane company and throw Air Raid in it and call it a bowl game with two teams that just chuck it all over the yard. Love it. Schaefer, do you have another one? Yeah. Uh, they need a mascot for this bowl. I'm going to go the Grimace Bowl. Uh, LSU versus Kansas State. I don't know. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Grimace. the big From Because there's so much – there's so much purple in this fucking bowl game. Uh, I was gonna, I've never seen so much purple on the field in my life. So I feel like Grimace should be the mascot and name the bowl after this, uh, after him. So that's, that was one. And then another one I was going to go, uh, instead of Catholics versus convicts, Catholics versus Cowboys would be the Fiesta Bowl for, you can't can't pass. So you can't take two turns at once. Now I'm fucked. I have no other plan. Was that why was yeah, that you other... shut the fuck up? Jason. Was that actually was <laughs> that, that actually the only thing I had? Now I'm skip me, skip me, go to Jason. <laughs> was it actually the, yeah. whole... that was the only thing that popped in my head? I was like, oh, that's perfect, it fits perfect. All right, oh, yeah, it's great. Now you're just rude. Shit. <laughs> that's rude. I'm sorry. All right, Come on. all right, right. I got the cheese it bowl. This is Clemson versus Iowa State. I have a great bowl name. <laughs> are we sure this is the right place bowl? Because both teams are ranked in the top seven unranked. Now I'm playing in a bowl Dude, game. dude, I told my dad that. I go, I texted him the other night, and I'm like, 
if you would have told me at the end of this year we were playing Clemson in a bowl game, I I probably would have put my 401k that we were playing in the college football playoff. <laughs> like, I, I was dead on. Like, we made it to the college football playoff. It's set in stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a fucking cheese at bowl. <laughs> Just like when you, you're driving with your buddy somewhere new and you guys are like, are we sure this is the right place? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what they told us it was. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Uh, Schaefer, take another one. Why don't you? Uh, don't take Parks as though. Well, I'm going to guess, and maybe I'm guessing wrong about either both of these schools, but I feel like this is the ultimate frat party bowl. We're going to go Ole Miss versus Baylor. Both – very uh, preppy schools when it comes to their conference. I would like, call I would call that all right. All right. I don't know how many frats are floating around Baylor though. Well, it's more of a private school. It's a prep. Yeah. That's why like it's a preppier. Ole school. Miss is like synonymous with that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was kind of pretty the, sure that's where that cult started. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> the frat the frat bowl is Baylor versus uh, Ole Miss. All right, I got one more. Only one more. Okay, take it then. All right. Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Okay. This is now okay. This is Michigan State and Pitt. This is like the look at us. Who'd have thought, huh? Look, Not look, me. Not look. me. <laughs> They're playing in the Peach Bowl. Both teams didn't have huge. I'd say Pitt had more expectations than Michigan State, but people were thinking like seven and five the, for the Pitt. Paul, Not ACC. Paul Rudd Bowl, Pitt. I think you want to call it the Paul Rudd Bowl. <laughs> the Paul Rudd Bowl. Look at us. Look at <laughs> look us. us. <laughs> Not me. Um, okay, there you go. There's different bowl game names. Love it. There was a lot of them. Honestly, we should be named. I don't know if you guys heard this. I'll bring this up. Did you hear that um, the owner or president of Duke's Mayo is giving like $10,000 to the charity of somebody if the winner of the bowl games coach gets a tub of mayo jumped on him? Yeah, have fun with the cleanup on that. (laughs) Would you do that if you were the coach? Would you let somebody dump it on you? How do you you get it? Oh, fuck. How do you get a whole fucking bucket of (laughs) Of mayo. It sounds like so much work. In the words of Lil Yachty, fuck them kids, dude. I'm not mayo. Like, how do you go shake somebody's hand after that? (laughs) I'm not shaking the opposing coach's hand if I have mayo all over myself. That's fucking disgusting. It's gonna look like a bukkake scene. (laughs) (laughs) You talked about saying bad words on this podcast. Bukkake's not a bad word. It's It's pretty weird. There's no way it's worse than the other one that was already mentioned. There's no way. There was no other word that was mentioned. I said a word and you said it sounded like another word. There was a very, very emphasized part of that word (laughs) that was way worse than Bukaki. Bleep it out. Bleep it both out. It's a kid show. Um, Okay. (laughs) Let's go to the bowl. Let's stay in the bowl games. Um, What game or what team do you feel like is the least deserving to be in a bowl game out of the entire field? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, you could, say, you could say Hawaii because they had to. Well, Hawaii's going to play in the Hawaii Bowl. That's just yeah, but they of, they weren't in a bowl game. They had to switch things around so Memphis would go down there and play them. Yeah, everybody's just, six and six or better. Honestly, it's it's comes down to Hawaii, Florida. Like, I'll say Florida. Florida's Florida's yeah, up there. Go I mean, away. South, South Carolina's Missouri. But they deserve it. They played great at the end of the year. They're battling. They didn't have a ton of expectations. Yeah. Yeah, they did win some games that shocked the shit out of me, but Missouri just – I just – that's not – I mean, there there, there were days this year I'm like, I hope they don't fucking let Iowa State in a bowl game, but that's besides the point. I would love to be. Fuck this team. I can't believe we're playing in a stupid fucking bowl game. We lost to Texas Tech. I feel like Purdue and Tennessee is, like, going to be one of – That should be – It's going to be a good game. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I, I like. Ooh, I got one for you. Maryland. Oh. Maryland's bad. They are bad. But they get to play an old ACC team. Maybe they'll come ready to roll. Yeah, Maryland. That, is that – oh, my God. It's at Yankee Stadium, too. Those kids are going to be slipping and falling all over the place. <sighs> yeah. um, Miami of Ohio, that's tough. Like they're not very good. Um, I, I'm sorry. If you're a MAC team, I feel like you need to – if you're like – a Mac or a conference USA team, you need to win seven games before we go to a bowl game. Like six in your own shitty conference. You yeah, but not. they also start out like one and two. I get, I get that, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, beat up each other, Shafe. Come on, yeah, give them some figure it out. Okay, let's go to a different sport. Obviously, we will give college bowl picks as they get closer. We'll probably go week by week um, as the games arise. And then, obviously, we'll be tweeting picks because bowl season is the best. Um, okay, let's jump to another sport. Let's actually talk about the NFL for a little bit. Um, we are very close, gentlemen, very close to being having to be focused on the NFL more often than not. Uh, what is your guys' like? Where do you stand? What do we, what do we think about the NFL? Obviously, we, we talked about betting it, how hard it is, how weak, weak it is, whatever. Um, but what team do you feel like is the most likely? If you were to play a future on the Super Bowl, who would you bet on? There's my question. Man, I, I don't know. I think – Not an AFC team. <laughs> I mean, well, Not an AFC I, team. I don't know. I, would, I could think they could win. If you were to, you know, tie my hands behind my back and force me, gun to my head to pick, pick one, I wouldn't be that opposed to playing, like, Dallas because I think their line would be around a good – like, their future line would be pretty solid to grab. And if they just played like it did at the beginning of the year, even close to that – I, I don't like Dallas. I don't like a lot of the Cowboys fans, but I think that wouldn't be a bad line to choose if you're playing for a Super Bowl, Super Bowl future right now. I, I think Tampa Bay. I mean, you, you, they can beat anybody in any sort of fashion. They can put up points and beat you in a shootout. They can actually run the football, and their defense, when it's full, fully healthy, is just especially that defensive line is is just as good as it gets. Um, and obviously, being the defending champs i i don't know i feel like it's a basic pick but they they look too good and uh, they looked really really good against the colts at home and that was that was an impressive win especially the way that they did it so i don't know what if what if you pick green bay like if green bay's a good pick too i like green bay i go up to green bay to play like like green bay and arizona and tampa bay like that's what i'm saying like even dallas gotta be in the chat we gotta throw them in there man that patriots team is very good they're solid, yeah. I just don't think Monday night told us. Shit. We we'll we'll find out. They they come to Indianapolis next Saturday night, so we'll we'll find out. So the seven and six Colts. Yeah, it's a Saturday night. And so actually, I just thought of that. So you guys oh, might be going to that hockey game by yourself. I might have to stay back and watch that. Shut that the hell like up. Zero fun. <laughs> actually, if you it think might I'm be. driving up for the Sioux Falls Stampede game and not to hang out <laughs> with my friends, you are sadly mistaken. Yeah, that is just going to be happening while I'm hanging out with my friends. Colts, Patriots, uh, next Saturday, seven twenty. Why is it Saturday? We play two Saturdays. <sighs> we play the next Saturday after that. We play Arizona on a Saturday night too on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day Eve. So we got two what? prime t- two prime time games after what did this. What you Christmas, Christmas Day Eve. Eve? What yeah, does that mean? I don't know what that means either. Is that the twenty? What's on the eve of what? The next day? The eve yeah, is of- it the twenty third? No, it's the 25th. What did he say? Christmas Day Eve. What is the Like the night of Christmas Day. 
Like Christmas. No. <laughs> what do you <laughs> That's mean? Not how that works. What do you mean? Eve Christmas, is the day Christmas before. Eve, Christmas Eve is the twenty fourth, <laughs> and Christmas Day Eve, the night of Christmas Day, <laughs> no. the twenty fifth, the night That's of the twenty fifth evening, evening, Christmas Day evening. No. <laughs> that, that, That's that what works. I said. What's wrong with that? Is that what you said? I know, but what about that? Christmas Day evening. There you go. That works. Fine. In the evening on Christmas Day. But you can't stop at Eve. (laughs) That's a completely different day. (laughs) I've never been more in a mental blender or pretzel than that moment right there. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what day it is, like the 23rd. What did he say? (laughs) What did he say? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's clarify that. Um, Okay, let's jump to another sport, Schaefer. Let's go to college basketball. Um, I know JP has some notes on this as well. There I, are, I love how you just like refer to me. Like, I'm yeah, the you're the basketball guy. guy. If uh, we're, I'm, I'm not going to say, Hey Schaefer, let's talk about the NHL. I'm going to say, <laughs> Hey JP, let's talk about the NHL. So Schaefer, open us up with college basketball and shut the fuck up. I'm well, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, how am I supposed to shut the fuck up and open <laughs> up about college basketball at the same time? Open it up. God dang it. Open it up. Okay, what do you guys want? What do you guys, I can tell you what's what's been winning. Who's, who's the team to good? bet on? Give me a winner. Mm. Mm. I don't know who the team to bet on is, but I would say that I won Kansas last night at uh, minus 18. It took them against UTEP. They're a team that's um, looking really dangerous right now. Uh, Duke looks as good as ever. Uh, who else? Well, I was going to say Ohio State. Again, not a team you want to bet on right now. I don't think that they're – any good they can't they haven't covered anything and they were only 13 and a half point uh favorites against Towson at home today so that just tells you that much uh as as far as futures go and maybe if you're thinking about a national championship now even though it's way too early I would definitely I mean Gonzaga is obviously not a bad pick for his as hey they lost though the other day they did Alabama's a really good team Javon quickly in Alabama has their backcourt is unbelievable, um, but and they have looked a little vulnerable. I think they almost lost to God. It was some really low mid-major team, but they just have too much talent, and I think Fuse too good of a coach to when it gets to March, they're going to be in the Final Four. Like there is no ifs ands or buts about it, and they're going to roll once it gets conference time. Um, but that they're they're really good. I Duke this year's. I honestly I don't hate putting money on them. Kansas, like I've said, that's a good national championship pick. Uh, not Michigan, not a Michigan guy. However, they rolled over Nebraska last night. But it's Nebraska, and they're horrible. So I don't know. I'm trying to think at the top of my head at some other JP. You got any other national championship guys you'd sprinkle some money on yet? No, not yet. I, I've got to watch a little more. I basically have been just watching the landscape kind of from afar. I have, I've I bet on it a couple times. I've one college basketball game all the way through. Not one. I don't yeah. think I'm – not, I'm not sold on Purdue. Uh, Number one team in the country. Man, to be completely – I don't – there is not – I'm going to be that guy and there's not a single Big Ten team I'm, I'm sold on in the final I four feel years. like most of your sports opinions are based around you loving the Big 12 and hating the Big Ten. No, no, <laughs> smile. No, you can no. see that fucking devious smile. No, okay. I, I gave you Kansas. Kansas is a legitimate good team that's just deep as hell. They have it's so many. Yeah, the big, 
Yeah. Okay. I gave you one big, <laughs> I gave you one big 12 team. I could have given you two more, but I didn't because I'm humble. And then you mentioned two Big Ten teams, Michigan, uh, Michigan Ohio State. Don't bet on Ohio State. Michigan's not even ranked anymore. They were preseason I'm saying, top I'm ten. I'm just saying, Shafe, it feels uh, like you're targeting. Villanova's pretty good. They got uh, Archie Diacono, Gillespie. When you have a backcourt with that is that veteran, uh, is that even a word, that aged. and Veteran is a word, as is that. I so, believe experience is experience is probably the better word I was looking for. Thank you. The, with that experience, it's hard not to bet against them. Um, yeah, I, for me, it's just been a ton of watching. I haven't bet on it as, as much as I said, um, but I have been doing research and just trying to learn what teams have been great ATS. So um, I found a couple that I thought were interesting. Schaefer, this is like more, if you remember back to a year ago, listeners and everybody else, Will, we had Will on. And he was talking about how Vegas, you know, tries to trick you a little bit with lines a little more. Not necessarily trick, but will move things for in the bigger G5 or P5 games. The G5 and the rest of the conferences, the small conferences, where the lines don't get as much movement and stuff, just based on because there's less money coming in. So starting out in the Mountain West, which I know Schaefer was a big fan of betting last year, Air Force, yes. which is traditionally not a very good team, is currently 6-2 and two ATS. And these are not all the best teams. This is just two of them that I saw that I found intriguing. And Monmouth, who's traditionally a power to get into the NCAA tournament, is 8-0 ATS right now and has been a favorite and a dog evenly this year so far. And that's pretty impressive. And they're all been pretty close. They've been like one-point dogs, three-point favorites, ten-point dogs, like so on and so on. And I believe they play tonight, which will be Thursday the 9th. So check out that line. I was going to say, here's a team. NC State is 6-2 and two overall, 1-7 and seven ATS. Not well, a team to put your money on. And, they should be 5-3. and three. The Nebraska game was absolute bullshit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about us. Like, the four-overtime game, great college basketball game. Um, I, I don't know if I'm, like, fully in college basketball mode yet. What are we, 10 games in, 9 games in for most teams? Um, so I don't think I've, like, switched over, plus college football still going on. Um, but that goes on through like the heat well, of the basketball season. I think this is the weekend that I'm going to start to shift. Like, yeah, you got. I feel like you have to just because you only have one college football game. You got to like somewhat figure yourself out on how to bet. And and, and Big Ten's already. Out. I say Big Ten's already getting into conference play. So yeah, we're two games deep. When right when now. that starts, like it's time to go. When we're when conference play starts, especially like is it's go time. Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. Let's jump to um, – does anybody have anything else in college basketball they would like to talk about? Uh, there's a pretty important game tonight. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That's what I was so, meant to bring. Uh, Good point. Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa at Iowa State, correction. Um, tonight, Thursday night, the day you're listening to this, the game is happening. Um, Iowa State is undefeated. I watched them play in the sloppiest basketball game I have seen in a long time against Creighton. But they're good. They have good athletes, and I think this will be a good game. I am in shock that Jordan Bohannon is still eligible in college athletics. Um, so I found out he's playing in that game. So it'll be interesting, but we got to go. We got to listen. What's your take? Compete with your side. What happens in the game? Well, first of I, all, I don't feel good about it at all. Sorry, sorry. JP, you can go. No, I'm, I'm just saying I don't feel good about it at all. I think there's just way too much stacked against Iowa. Um, it, like you. Keegan's going to come off – he's played one game off his injury um, to his ankle. He looked fine in the Illinois game, but we didn't rebound very well, and we found more success going um, 
a little smaller and playing youth and it, it the uh, the inability to rebound and I know we played Purdue who's a very lanky team but then you played Illinois who's kind of the same size a little faster in some spots a little more athletic which is a lot like this Iowa State team will be but it just being a three and a half point favorite now on the road in Ames after Jaybo did the shit he did two years ago <laughs> that's been absolutely <laughs> he's not even been playing much you, I was gonna say do you think Jaybo when he did that two years ago you think Oh, yeah, I'll be back playing in the game two years from now. Oh, no, but he also didn't know he was going to have season-ending hip surgery. <laughs> so, but he hasn't been playing that much just because he has been so poor on the defensive side of the ball. He still can shoot the lights out of the, any gym in the country, but if he doesn't play defense, it's sorry, bud, can't play. Um, it, it's, I don't feel that great about it. I don't have a ton of confidence in it. We're so young, um, and I don't know. It, to see a team like Iowa State who was so fucking bad last year just adjust off a coaching change and play with confidence, it tells you something about what they have. Um, and so I'm not super confident about it. Obviously, if Iowa loses, you're just going to – people are going to act like it's the fucking end of the world and all that shit. But and Wouldn't Iowa, it be their third loss in a row – like in the third loss in a row because they lost Illinois and Purdue? Or yeah. Did they beat, did they beat? We, got, we played Purdue on the road, played them really tough, man. I mean, we really had a chance to – tie that game with a minute left, had some bad possessions. Um, Illinois just got out-rebounded, gave up too many offensive boards, and that was the end of that. So it was a pretty tough, you know, two-game – this is a tough three-game stretch, we should say, but we opened up Big Ten play pretty tough too. So, man, I mean, it's it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be packed. People are going to be cutting – they're going to be trying to get at Jabo's throat here. Yeah, um, that's what I was – Lion's Den under his own – that's his fault. I, mean, I was going to say, he – he needs – so you think he's ducking his head when he walks through that tunnel? On, Somebody, somebody's going to throw something at him. Oh, yeah. I would not cross my mind. And it's one thing if you're an all-timer and maybe even Garza had a 35-point game and he does that. You know, it, obviously it's disrespectful and it leads a bad taste in your mouth. But it's one thing if he does that. But Jordan Bohannon should sign your shoes and to be a six-year senior and to leave him on that court oh buddy oh buddy you if you don't think that that fucking picture is like sitting in everybody's locker uh this whole week yeah no shit you you you're beside yourself and yeah, i was i don't know Shane, I was, let me let me let me interject before you go on your tangent which is fine you're good i, I don't know the only thing i'll put in is shape you're gonna have to help me name poll uh Shooting guard or point guard number two, sat next to his family. <laughs> Caleb Grill. Butterbean. Absolute <laughs> butterbean. Shout out to that. It was kid. it was really good to see him uh kind of be the difference in, in Saturday's game Scrap. when nothing was go when nothing was going right. He hit some tough shots for us. The guy I did I did hit on that money line and spread, by the way. I took yeah, that, we all I did, the I'll say we we all took Bad it line. before we went in Saturday night. Um Bad line. Yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, and going into this game, I had told Jordan that we were not going to be favored, and I was correct. I just think that Vegas continues to just not believe in us based on our talent-wise, and talent's not the reason why we've gotten here. We've gotten a complete facelift um, as far as roster goes. I mean, there's probably, I think on the top of my head, two guys that are off of last year's team that actually played. Condit so, and uh, Condit and Trey Jackson. Yeah, and Jackson. Trey Jackson barely played. Um, so this team, I feel good about it because 
we are the opposite of Iowa. Iowa, like you said, they give up a lot of rebounds, but they can outscore you. And, and, this, was, and this year, they hadn't – traditionally, we hadn't had a problem rebounding. I just think we're so undersized, and we're not as athletic as other teams. But we don't play defense. Yeah, and that's, and that's changing, the thing. And, and I'm glad I'm on the right side of it. I would rather take the team that has – just absurd <laughs> limitations offensively and Saturday and Omaha definitely showed that. I mean, this team can cripple themselves offensively, but they work so hard. And in, in as close to seats as we got Saturday night, you really noticed how fucking intense they are Media on defense. Passes. They just, they get after it. Um, we're going to need a big night from Brockington and our two best guards, Brockington and Kalsher are Minnesota and Penn State transfers. So, like, the Big Ten and the hatred is there already. I think everybody kind of understands the significance of this game. This will be the loudest Hilton's been in five years, and, and I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be an angry crowd because you just take – I mean, if you're, you're lying if there's still not some resentment from that football game, so I think that's going to carry over. But the fact of the matter is, is I still think Iowa is the more talented team, but – basketball is a much different story talent can win you games in football and everything like that but uh, any given night in basketball if you, you got a team that works as hard as this team does um anything can go i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if iowa plays really good offensively and they beat us 80 to 70 but wouldn't surprise me if iowa state comes out and just gets after them on a, defensively and i think i think the oregon game is something to look at as well if you're like looking at tape on how to shut down an Iowa offense and can't go at guards like, you know, Toussaint and Bohannon and what, what frustrated them. And I think that's what we do well. I just, you know, it's a young team. We've played some big games this year, but we'll, this is easily the biggest game on our list or our schedule so far. So hopefully the uh, nerves don't get to them too bad for too long. That's, that's what I would think is like, I think nerves and like the, the first 10 minutes of this game, I feel like almost can go out the window and what actually will happen. Like, it's just going to be so high amplified everything, um, yep. kind of the way these games go. So it, it won't tell the full story of how the end of the game will end up playing, but it's one of those ones yeah. that to settle in. And it's just, it's just like football in that fashion. Because when you get to these rivalry games where everything's so pent up, especially in state, I can't imagine, but it's going to be fun to watch. That one, I probably will be the first one um, that I watch front to back. So. There's that, and the Vikes play tomorrow. The Vikes play tonight, I should say. That's tonight. Um, wow. Yeah, and they just lost to the Lions, which we should have mentioned <laughs> during our NFL talk. So, big bounce back week for the Vikes. It's big. Big, 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 big bounce back week. Um, okay, I just saw this posted. Fox Sports posted. College football. I need to mention it so we can talk about it. 16-team playoff play picture looks like this. Alabama against Oklahoma, 1 versus 16. Michigan and Iowa rematch, 2-15. and 15. Um, 3 and 14 is Georgia and Oregon. 4 and 13 is Cincinnati and BYU. Uh, 5 and 12 is Notre Dame and Pitt. 16 is too much. Some of those games I don't care for. And Ohio State and Utah, 6 and 11. Baylor and Michigan State, um, 7 and 10. And then the 8-9 game would be Ole Miss-Oklahoma State. I think every game in there sounds great besides the rematch. Um, Michigan and Iowa, I wouldn't want to see. I'd rather see them play two different teams. Uh, I think Ohio State-Utah would be a super fun one to watch. Yeah, I, I think, think that 16 is 
bonkers. Yeah, there's too many top heavy teams. Some of, there would be just fucking blowouts in most of those first round games. Alabama, like, Old Miss eight. at the eight one would be fun too. I think eight's enough. Yeah, eight eight would be I would sit around. Eight. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even get to double digits. Realistically, how far are we are we away from this? Shit, they're supposed to be voting on it in the off season, aren't they? Yeah, I, was say. I feel like they vote on it every year, but I'm like. I I I pray. I feel like the first year of it might be when those teams jump to the SEC. I'm not looking Which forward to next it next year. Theoretically, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm not looking that forward to 12 teams. I just think it's, I just think it's too much. 12 and is too. I think 10 or eight, man. We're you just 12. I mean, when when do you stop? I mean, when's 12 not going to be enough? You know, I, it's never going to stop. Yeah, somebody's always going to get snubbed. That's just the fucking way it is. Why? Oh, why? Why are they? I don't think it's as much as the snub as it is just creating, like if you sit around eight or ten, like just creating different matchups and the you know, like that's... revenue and letting more teams in rather than four when there's you know what? five power conferences and a couple big independents and things like that. That's what makes college football so special, and that's what makes four in those low numbers so fun. Like, because every loss matters. Like. You get to 12, fuck. An SEC team, SEC team could have three losses, and it's like they're not even sweating. They're like, yeah, we'll be fine. We're going to get in. That's why I think eight's fine. Like, you get – like, you – I don't – I mean, I don't know. I, I think you like, could – so many different ways like, you could spin it. Like, you look at that – Look at the five champions in. Oklahoma but, State game. Like, yeah. look how big of a choke that was and how much that meant. Like – they lose that game, they're probably still in. Like, yeah, but that's not to say that there's going to be that team that's at nine or ten that loses that game that doesn't but drop down to thirteen and miss out. But they won't be playing in the conference championship game. Is like that's why like conference championship week matters that much more as well. I mean, I I don't know about that. Utah and Oregon, Oregon wouldn't have gotten in. <sighs> yeah, they would have gotten in exactly. They don't deserve to get in. Like. <laughs> there's a reason. That's why I keep it at low numbers. So there's a shit team like them that Pitt? they don't even give a fucking chance. Yeah, Pitt Pitt would have gotten in. Yeah, probably. I but. think if you did like the eight and you had all um, P5 teams that were champions in to get an auto bid, they shouldn't be auto. I don't know. I've gone back and forth on this. They shouldn't be auto one, two, three, four, five. They should be seated as is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but then you could say if you put them, if you see them one, two, three, four, five, then it puts a real emphasis on winning your conference. So I guess that might help, like the issue of oh, well, these games don't matter as much. But then it, I don't know. I like Damn, man. We can like, do this forever. Yeah, I like eight more than than twelve. Uh, shit, I don't know. I, I love college football, but I I, I like I don't I love like how this. this is such a crazy topic, and we're all so passionate about it. We're still like, dude, but but but, but listen, but this. it could do this. It could do like that. everybody else in the world's like, oh, dude, dude, seventeen ninety five team playoff. Come on, Trevor Schaefer. Schaefer's the guy who hates March Madness. The more teams that that have a chance to win a title, the the less Schaefer likes it. I, basketball That's would be really cool if it was set up like NCAA baseball regionals. Because I think those are set up really well. Or regional, double, super regional. Yeah, double elim, and then you have to two or three game set. Like, not that basketball would do that, but to be, I think the baseball ones are set up beautifully. I think that would be – I honestly would be more in favor of that because that's why I like the NBA playoffs. Like, baseball. because, because – Best of. 
yeah, like, yeah, great. Fucking Abilene, Abilene Christian, you won the first game. Yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking for the next two for Texas, but Texas ain't losing to you the next fucking two games. Like, I am just – I get on that tangent. I just oh. – Best of three, so, cut it in half. 32 teams make it. 32 teams. Too many games. Three. I don't know. I mean, shit. You're talking 64. There's teams. also 300 and some teams in college basketball. You have to do what you're doing. Be good. Yeah, and and basketball is much more strenuous. You can't play back to back on. Yeah, like you back. have to. Like, you it, have to have the 68 team field. Yeah, you got to do what you got to. Yeah, exactly. There's no way around it. Wait a second. And, and wait a second. Arguments. What? Wait. What did you say, Jake? What I said, ex- I said exactly. What no, you said. With. Did you say basketball is more strenuous? Yeah. Than baseball. Playing three straight games of baseball or basketball day after day after day, or playing three straight games of baseball. What's harder on your body? I don't know about that one. Wh- what? What do you mean? What you're doing. It depends on what you're doing. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you, you can't pitch three days in a row, yeah, but there's a reason for that. Me but, playing third base for three games in a row or three days in a row, it sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. It sucks. It's hard, especially when you're my age. But uh, three basketball games in three days at that level. Could that you was, imagine? Could you imagine? Your legs would be shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would suck. I don't feel like it would be much more strenuous, if at all. Holy sh. Chipper, damn! I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be. You played college baseball, and if you play college baseball, and you woke up with an elbow like mine every day, I that's what I'm saying. But you don't have pitching, like pitching and playing. Okay, take pitching out of the picture. If you played, like JP said, you play third base for three straight days, you are in much better condition than a guy who just fucking played 37 minutes back to back to back. Why is he paying 37 minutes? Get Pitching, not playing all of the minutes. Yeah, get a better team. 37 minutes? Come on, man. Of the 40 that's played? That's a lot of fucking minutes. That's what I'm saying. No, who the fuck's playing 37 minutes? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. But I, I don't know. Back to college football. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what's, what's the cutoff? What do you think they'll actually go to? 12? Is that what the vote on? Or it's 10, 8? 12, but I want them to just be at 8. They're going to do it. It feels inevitable they do it. I think eight's fine. Don't okay. go higher. Schaefer, what's your limit? What's your cutoff? What do you think they'll go? I mean, if we're just letting anybody form conferences at this point, there's nothing that, that is impossible. So I wouldn't be surprised if this team went, if this playoff eventually in like m- many years down the road, but if it went like FCS style, would not surprise me one bit. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they allowed 24 teams in by the time I'm fucking 50. Would not surprise me. Would it piss you off more if they took like a week out? Like instead of playing Western Carolina or you and I week two, they just remove that game and you go to conference like week four instead of five or week three instead of four. Instead of what do you mean? So we play 11. Like let's say right now you play, most teams play three out of conference games. They play like yeah, the two dog yeah. teams. And then yeah. Get rid of the, what, so what are we doing in substitute instead of getting playing? rid of a really dog shit one to start the playoff a week earlier? How many teams are in this playoff? Eight. Oh, I mean, I don't really care. I guess I could go without. What do you like? I mean, some people, I don't, I, I don't mind, especially right now. If there's an eight team playoff, it is what it is. Like, 
there's not that many teams that would play that extra game, obviously, if there's only an eight-team playoff. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I, I could give it less of a shit if we play you and I every year. It just does not matter. I don't think it, it – it doesn't benefit our schedule. And if it clearly doesn't help us prepare for, like, Iowa, whoever the fuck we got in our second game because we always lose. So it does not matter. <laughs> got it. Okay, let's move to the NHL, JP. See how I do that, Chafe? JP, lead us off at the NHL. Um, what are you taking away? Obviously, I mentioned earlier before we started recording, the Anaheim Ducks are the all-time greatest hockey team to bet on right now. They are 24-3 and against the spread, and they are like 14-9. and That's their record, but they're 24-3 and against the spread. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but what's, what hockey takes, go ahead. Yeah, right now you're looking at a league that's been a lot of fun. Like, honestly, it's been so much fun to watch the NHL this year. Minnesota has won seven straight. They have a seven-point lead um, in the Central right now. You look at Calgary and Edmonton. Both teams look really good. They're kind of winning in different fashions. Edmonton can flat-out outscore you with Dreisaitl and McDavid, and obviously we've seen those two. Um, Calgary has gotten incredible goaltending out of Markstrom. It's been a ton of fun to watch them. They go and play – uh, Chicago this weekend spot where Chicago's got to, you know, we got to, we're hitting a little bit of a plateau. Got to start winning some more games. And like you said, with Anaheim, they've been a surprise and they've been solid team. that didn't have a lot of expectations. You look at Zegris and what he pulled off the other night. That was ridiculous. Oh my God. I mean, they've been awesome to watch. So the, the NHL is going to be so much fun. It's going to be crazy to watch this boil down. We're hitting right into the thick of everything. Um, and then right after Christmas, that little Christmas break, and if they don't go to the Olympics or if they do, um, man, it's going to be a fun season. But I have a couple of futures that I'm kind of thinking about taking that I wouldn't be opposed for just with how everything's playing out at the moment. Um, the Calgary Flames to win the Stanley Cup at plus 1,600. Uh, I believe five gets you like $80. Just with how well Markstrom's playing and how bad Edmonton has been up there that they'd have to go through. Um, I think it, in the playoffs, not through the season, how bad Edmonton's been in the playoffs over the years. Got to go through them. I think the West can be won by them. Uh, so that's something I'm looking at. I'm also looking at Florida plus 900. This is a little less. You know, you're not getting quite the bite on the – I like payout, Florida. But, like man, Florida, they're, man, they're they grinders. They, play, they can play whatever style of hockey they need to that night to win a game. So it's been a lot of fun to watch them. It's just nobody gives a fuck about hockey in, in Florida. Well, I mean, and, and if they did, like, or if they decided to, they like the Lightning. So really, yeah, there's no Florida Panthers out of fans out there. Um, going back to your Calgary bet, I don't think it's horrible. The only thing that scares me, but also could be a positive turning point, is they don't. They're not like very dominant at home, even though they're good. They're like four and three at home, four three and three, and then on the road they're like eleven and three. So they're yeah, great on the road, which can be the most positive thing ever when it comes to the playoffs. Well, you've but, always got to steal a game on the road in those yeah, series. You've got to be fucking on your own ice. Yeah. So it's like such a turnaround. On, I feel like Edmonton has one of the better chances this year. I think Edmonton. See, that's what I'm saying. Is but like every year it feels like that. And I trust, I think I trust Calgary more than I trust um, Edmonton at this point. Like, how many chances do they get? They're like Toronto. How many chances do they get before you're like, they're just not a good playoff team? You know, right. So look at that. Um, Thursday night, man, we got a full slate of games on Thursday. Uh, Tampa and 
Toronto, that'll be a ton of fun. That's at 6 o'clock. You also look at Carolina and Calgary. That'll be a ton of fun. I really like Calgary in that spot, After even after Parks just said um, not a big fan of them at home. But Calgary does host um, Carolina, and they're 7-3 in their last 10. And Carolina hasn't been playing as good of late. They kind of plateaued a little bit, hitting us. Um, their two best spot. defensemen out, COVID protocol for a week. So I like that pick. Yep. And that's not a bad price to pay at 116-ish, 120-ish, somewhere around there. Um, and Anaheim and Columbus as well. You want to play the hot hand like Parks is talking about, man. They're minus 110 in a pick spot against CBJ. So, Yeah, and, and another going back to home and away, um, it matters in hockey a lot. A lot of Most of the time, the home team is going to be the favorite, 95% of the time, unless it's a really, really bad team. Minnesota, puck line at home, like – nine it it's won like six in a row at home it's unreal they're 10 and two at home um total on the year but their puck line's a great bet when they play at home and they're just going to keep it rolling man they got a lot of young talent Kaprizov's having a, a pretty rough start but he's kind of picking it up on the second half of the early season um Kaprizov's a stud minnesota's good that central division is absolutely stacked the stars are fi- finding their stride they've mm-hmm. won um six in a row they're scoring in bunches which is a shock st louis started the year seven and zero, and now they are 13 and eight so they kind of hit a skid there started losing games colorado's colorado they'll always be in there they have an incredible defense and then nashville nashville's kind of that team that's hanging around in the central but it's honestly probably the top to bottom the best in um in hockey right now everything else kind of top heavy or bottom um really really bad at the bottom the islanders we got to talk about the islanders oh, those poor souls they lost 10 hockey games in a row how, they were, like, there were a lot of people's picks to win a Stanley Cup yeah. really in the runs, and they made these offseason acquisitions, and it just hasn't been panning out. They opened that new building, man, and they can't win a hockey game. That's true. That's a good <laughs> point. That actually might have something to do Maybe with it. Maybe they should move back. Did the Islanders win last night? Yeah, that was the first time in yeah. 10 games. That's why everybody is so heavy on them because hockey is like one of those sports where if you lose like six games in a row, like you're pretty due. Like you're going to get yeah. one so every any given night type of league. And It's like a basketball. You don't lose that many basketball games in a row. Like someone's like, going to bounce yeah. your way or baseball. Like someone's going to yeah. go your way. And then you got to take the hero to zero team, Montreal Canadiens, man. You're talking about a team that was in the Stanley Cup finals last year. Um, and competitive within the Stanley Cup Finals, mm-hmm. they're six and sixteen. Yeah, hopefully, they get whipped up on tonight by the Blackhawks. But they didn't return very many people. I will say no. that. Well, Caulfield hasn't been playing a ton for them either after the good playoffs he had. But I mean, if you're looking at that team, I think you kind of found out how last year was so weird and like crazy that they were in the spot they were. Right, and and that's just kind of how the way you have to look at hockey is. It's so every night that a team can do that. And they lost a lot of guys. Corey Perry's just bouncing around the league. Like, never mind. I was going to use a really, really offensive analogy, but he's, he's bouncing around the league. He's with Tampa Bay. Now he was with, he was with Dallas, won the Western conference, lost the Stanley, Stanley cup finals to Tampa Bay. Then he went to Montreal, made it the Stanley cup finals, lost the Stanley cup finals, to Tampa Bay. Then he said, fuck it. He's joined them. So Corey Perry plays with the Tampa Bay lightning now. Um, so he's been bouncing around. He's looking for one. Tampa Bay's good too, man. They, as much as it pains me to say, they're they are definitely up there. Good hockey team. Yeah, they're definitely up there for teams that could win it. So you look at these teams. You look at where the NHL is right now. It's still very early, um, but it's good. Very. There's a lot of good teams. There's no really really bad teams outside of Arizona and Montreal. So that's just kind of where it's at. 
All right. Closing remarks for the episode. Boys, do you have anything else that we need to talk about? We pretty much hit every fucking sport that's moving right now. Um, so, Schaefer, what do you got down there? Are you still alive? Yeah, man. I was just, I was just uh, taking in all my hockey information for the week. Yeah. You need to be. You need to be. Schaefer, you, uh, that's my challenge is you need to place one bet of at least one unit on a hockey game this weekend. And if you lose, I'll pay for it. And if you win, we split. No, because I no. got, I got a. How do you say no to that, JP? It's no. a free bet. I just gave the kid the free bet. I gotta focus in on some college basketball and maybe have a good NFL weekend. No, we didn't give out any NFL plays this weekend. Oh yeah, go back. Give us a play then. You have one? Well, hold on. Everybody, just relax. You just brought it up. Yeah, you did bring it up. I know. I was. I was taking in the hockey information. <laughs> uh, I know that – I know Baltimore has been playing bad lately, but on the road, given points in Cleveland, I kind of like – that's the thing about the NFL is it wouldn't fucking surprise me if they go out and just lay a fucking egg in Cleveland. But, man, I, that's a good money line play to play this week. That's a good – it's a good week for them to get back and, like, take – reclaim the division after a fucking terrible loss last weekend. Um, I like that. NFL, you usually get luck, good luck with, like, bounce-back games, like, the next week. Like if the Vikings money line tonight. <laughs> if you, yeah, I, I don't even – yeah, I definitely won't be watching that game because I'll obviously be watching the basketball game. Thank God. I don't want to hurt my eyes. I'm a Vikings fan, and I will not be watching that game. I will be watching the basketball game. So, if that tells you anything about where I sit with the NFL still. If I can get Tampa Bay um, at three against Buffalo at home, I think I like that. Buffalo's not a good team. I just don't – and you're too far into the season to, like, to just be like, oh, it's early. They're like, no, we're, we're 12, 13 games in. Like, you are pretty much who you are. And I like, I like Tampa Bay to win that game. Um, other than that, ooh. Kansas City kind of rolling defensively right now. Look for them to – I think they could beat Oakland by 10 at home. Easy. Look for them to – especially after last year, I think Oakland went in – or Oakland, Jesus. Las Vegas went in there and won last season. Uh, and, yeah. I'd go I think, the other way. Hold you think on. Vegas? Yeah. Let me, let me get the locksmith out and rolling. I got to do my scroll and pick. Um, do just, we actually have a stat that those ever actually hit? Like, I feel yeah, like they do. Literally, scroll, go back to every episode. They hit every fucking week. It's unreal. It's the best way of betting I've ever done in my entire life. I should do it with every bet I place. It is unreal. <laughs> the only set pick that I've given that I already knew I was taking all year was the Lions on Thanksgiving. That's just a lock. That's that's pick of the year every time. So, Lions plus two on Thanksgiving. No, plus three on Thanksgiving. They lost by two. Um, I also did say Lions last week. I said that it was a very, very good spot for them to win, but everybody agreed with me, so we all get credit for that. Let me do my scroll. JP, do you have any plays? No, I was just saying I would lean more to Vegas, like against what Schaefer was saying. That's the only one I've kind of looked at so far. I'm trying to find my groove with college basketball and how I do my research and go about betting it because there ain't enough time in the day like there once was to find everything. Let, just JP, just hit me up. I'll give you a play tomorrow. I don't know if I trust you quite yet. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Hold on. Let me look at my college basketball record. What's yours? I'm saying I'm, I'm looking it up. <laughs> okay. Well, time. my The NFL lock of the week is in. It's 
scrolled upon, thought about for less than 35 seconds, and it's going to fucking drill. And I like under 43 and a half Packers Bears. I think the Packers cover as well. So that's your play. Under 43 and a half. Jordan, I am, I am five and three. I'm five and two. So what are you bitching about? I'm 0 one. I haven't bet. It's still hard, man. I just, I can't find myself the confidence to play stuff, you know? Like, I don't know. It's tough. Um, tough right now. I, I'm 0 and one, by the way, if you're asking me as well. Uh, I lost at Illinois bet early in the year. Haven't touched the college basketball game since. <laughs> I, I, I took you Illinois Iowa. by eight. They lost. I've hit my last I thought four. you played Iowa State this weekend. Oh, I did. That's true as well. Good, good point. I didn't even put that in my action, so I still just have 0-1. Um, but, yeah, I did. I've hit my last four. And I will prove that to you if I need to. Um, I took Iowa State plus six for a unit, and that was a dialed lock. But that just kind of – that wasn't even really a thought. It was just because, like, I'm going to the game. I fucking don't care about either of these teams except Go to I games. who hate Creighton. Start going to games. I'm not going to any Creighton games. I hate that. J- JP, your your Monmouth your Monmouth boys are going to be tested on the road tonight at St. John's. Eight, the eight and a half. I know. I saw that. People tonight is in Thursday. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there's a train. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> he muted himself right quick. Okay, we talked about a bunch. We also rambled about a bunch of shit. Not a lot of picks in this episode, but the picks that were given were fucking locks. Um, I'm not sure what JP's doing, but he is very curious about this. Dude, that was the longest eh of all time from the train. Like it was. Somebody's on the tracks. It's like Jerome Bettis going through the A gap. Um, That's okay. a bus. It's a bus. Massive human being is what it is. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Vegas is in the gold. We're gonna lose. Um, all right, that wraps up everything in episode 46. Not very pick filled. However, college football season is still here, and the bowl season will get us rolling. I believe, Shaper, you played every bowl game last year. Uh, yes. I don't think I will be playing every bowl game this year. Why? Uh, Fuck, I wouldn't if I were you. Because I have a job. Shake of the head. Because I I was on Chris's break last year, and I had nothing else to do. I have a job this year, and I don't want to fucking play Coastal Carolina versus Northern Illinois at 2 o'clock. That's going to be a great game. Yeah, that's so BS that we uh, won't be able to watch every game. You can. Just turn it on at your desk. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. Why? What are you going to get a new job? It's just just sports. (laughs) We watched – TV in my office every day, and I'm going to turn on the game. That's for damn sure. Um, also, I can't stand the holiday. I can't wait for it to be over. I'm so busy. Um, all right, tangent again. That was episode 46. We gave you some picks. Um, we talked about a lot of random ass shit. So if you're still here, we love you, and we'll see you in episode 47 next time. JP, what's playing us out, kid? Oh shoot, damn, that was my turn. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, Avery, you come up with something before him. You get it. Old thing back by uh. Oh, who's that? The Notorious B.I.G. does that, right? Old thing back? Yeah. Yeah. Is that are a real sure? song? Yeah. yeah. Are you Don't sure about that? Well, some. Yeah, trust me. Look it up. It's a good song. Going. I have to, I have to know the lyrics. So when I, I know. Song. <laughs> trust that, me. Play it. It's a good song. It's got a great beat and vibe to it. Old thing back. That's what's playing. Old thing back. That's the name of the song. Yes. We can't <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> okay, old thing back. All right, you're fucking with me. I'm going to play something else. All right. Old thing back, Notorious B.I.G. We appreciate you doing it. We'll see you next time. Deuces. No
To the thriller in Manila Honeys call me bigger, the condom filler Whether it's stiff tongue or stiff dick Biggie squeeze it to make shit fit Now check this shit, I got the pack of rough riders In the back of the Pathfinder You know the epilogue by James Todd Smith, I get swift with the lyrical gift Hit you with the dick, make your kidney shift Here we go, here we go But I'm not domino I got the phone flow to make your drawers drop slow So recognize the dick size in these Hawkeye jeans, I wear 13s Know what I mean? I fuck around and hit you with the hand to see dick mess around and go blind don't get to see shit the next batter here to shatter your blatter it doesn't matter skinny or fat or light skin the black baby i drop these beneath with my me's screaming i poppy i love it when they call me big pop but i only smoke blunts if they roll prop but look i got ya caught up with the drunk flow fuck taekwondo i told a fofo for niggas getting mad cause they bitch chose me a big black motherfucker with g you see all i do is separate the game from the truth Bang boots from the Bronx to Bolivia Getting physical like Olivia New Tricks up my click dick all day with no trivia So give me a hoe, a bankroll and a bag of weed I'm guaranteed to fuck until I nosebleed Even if the new man's a certified Mac You get that H down in you You want that old Yeah, yeah. 